Episode 134 of the Morgan Official Corpse Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy beyond the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you, man? How are you doing today? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Happy holidays uh, for the morgue. Happy holidays, Happy everybody holidays. at home. Yeah, yeah. Happy holidays, big time. Uh, so we kind of have to, with coming attractions, we kind of have to hit the, the big, like, we have to hit the ground running with the big elephant in the room. The, there's one big thing that went down that we kind of have to just get out of the way first. So with yes. all of this talk of Henry Cavill back as Superman, you can go listen to our previous episodes about that. Go check out our Black Adam review. None of that matters anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> official. They finally wiped the slate clean. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. so finally we, did it. Yeah. So, James Gunn officially announced that, like, he is writing a Superman project, but about a Superman that's earlier in his career as Superman. So, that means Henry Cavill is officially out. Henry Cavill responded and confirmed that. Unfortunately, while he was back for Black Adam, the plans have changed since Gunn and Safra joined. And in the weeks, like, or in the days since, really, since they made this announcement, things have gotten even messier. You know, it's like, there's all sorts of stuff about it, because, like, uh, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam hasn't been doing well. The, you know, there's a sense that, you know, all that's getting thrown out, too, in favor of this clean slate. And, like, you know, there's word of i think we've talked about this before but like wonder woman 3 not happening gal gadot might yes, get replaced correct. as wonder woman basically like i think moving forward we should just be like okay you know they are doing yeah the just clean slate which yes. we talked about um, right which you know what tex it's you know we've we've said it before um if you are going this route go this route and this right. is a confirmation of it confirming and officially confirming that henry cavill is not in as superman going forward is the um the the actual clarity we needed right right um, because we were in a big kind of cloud as to what are they doing since cavill came back at the end of black adam are they still going to follow this whole uh, are they still going to use him as superman so at least now we have our answer right we know going forward there is going to be a Superman movie and a new Superman going forward, which honestly, that's pretty exciting if you start to think about it, right? Um, on the other hand, there is that that messiness of the Snyderverse that's still kind of um, uh, in it's fallout, still, right? So, yeah, it's still um, hanging around because you got Aquaman 2 still needs to come out. You have that Flash the movie Flash, that, they, right? that they're like, you know, all sorts of reports of like talking about how it's changing and all that stuff. At this point, like it's like, you know, if – Warner Brothers has no problem throwing out movies, right? Just throw it out. Yes. Like at 
exactly. Right? Just, at, Mate, you know, at this point, dude, yes. just burn it. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what? Like, because we got uh, um, word that um, uh, Michael Keaton's um, version of Batman was going to be a Batman Beyond kind of thing yes, as well which, on top of that. And now we're not getting that. So, you know what? At this point, just just burn it. Okay? Just, just burn it all, let's right? Start over. Yeah, and then, and then you yes. see, well, well, what's confusing then is that we still have the Joker 2 still like very well into production you know what i mean um uh like and then there's this uh um this story going around that they might want to adopt robert pattinson as the batman for their universe which as well yeah which which doesn't Nah, I'm good on that. Which is like, okay, yeah. it's like, all right, so if we're doing that, you know, why not keep Cavill? You know, like, yes. what, what are we really doing here? Um, But it does seem for sure we are getting a new Superman, and it seems for sure that James Gunn will be anchoring his new, you know, uh, slate of heroes with Superman. Which is, right? it's smart. Like, that's the thing, too, yes, right? It's agreed. like, you can't, you can't have a DC universe without Superman. You just, you just cannot do it. And that's the thing too. It's like, if you start, you have to start with Superman, right? Like that's what the Snyderverse mm-hmm. did. Snyder, Snyder started with Man of Steel and blew it up into this whole thing. Like, that's the thing. You can't start with Robert Pattinson's Batman. You can't be like, oh, well, Batman's leading the charge. No, that that's not how yeah. it works. Like as much as exactly. people, as much as people love Batman, Superman's the gun. Like Superman is, is the big cheese, the big like. Is. This is this he's is your the gun DC. and the bullet. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's the gun and he's the bullet. Um, yes, yes. Um, everything else is just like you know the, the grenades and the accessories on the utility belt. Yeah, you know? you, you need, um, you need but, that Superman, and yes, you need your top way to gun. Um, yeah, for sure. You know right at the forefront of this new um iteration of uh of dc which i think honestly it's the best thing to do but that's still, it, still you know still I, sucks, I still have questions right? yeah like it, it does still, still suck a lot i was yeah. very sad at that news uh personally um because cabal was awesome as superman but the, also like it's still it's still very cloudy and muddy as we mentioned with aquaman 2 still there and flash and shazam and, um, yeah and even uh, and Shazam coming out, and 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 Joker too as well, you know. So, um, I definitely need a little more clarification on what is going on since um those movies are still slated, you know. Because as we mentioned at this point, why not just blow it blow it all up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because now now they're saying you know Black Adam two is probably not a thing, you know. And there are reports that Black like, Adam two. That's the other thing, right? Like, <laughs> but what sucks about that is that the JSA was a fun idea. And getting JSA would be great. And I'm pretty sure James Gunn has a plan for all that, too, because he loves weirdos. He loves, like, weird yeah. small characters. And JSA he loves is full his beat characters, right? his BTS, yeah. right? Yeah, because he can do whatever he wants. So, like, and that's that's ultimately what sucks about his clean slate, too, because it's like, well, is he going to pick and choose what he wants to keep? And then... I think he wants know, to keep Blue Beetle, by the way. Yeah, so he... He did confirm that Blue Beetle is going to still release, which is good, right? Yes, like, which is good, yes, good because do not can like do not cancel a Latino led <laughs> film. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, like then I'd be like, all right, that's it, right? Like, there, there's also, all your Blue Beetle's such gone. a good complex character. It's it's right under his you know his tool belt for sure. Yeah. A character like Blue Beetle and what he can do for sure can definitely be very um uh like just used very well under James Gunn. Yeah, a young Latino hero leading the charge of like whatever this new generation is going to be. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
I'm all for it, right? Like, you just, you can do the reach eventually. You can do a whole, like, invasion and stuff like, so there's, there's an excitement about what DC could have planned with James Gunn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, like, there's all sorts of questions about it. Cause it's like, James Gunn is a very, a very distinct voice. And at the same time, you and I have talked about how it, it wore thin a little bit. So we'll yeah. see. Like, will his take work for Superman? Will whatever, whatever, right? So, you know, it, part of it stings that Henry Cavill's not going to be Superman because it stings a lot. It's it the, a lot. Please don't mention it again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the lost potential, right? It's the you know, it's it's the lost potential of what we could have had. He he, on the other hand, you know, is going on to a brighter future with Amazon. They're giving him the Warhammer universe, you know. I guess, sure, you know. <laughs> I mean, cool. I don't know what that's all about, but sure. You know? I don't know either. You know, he's a big nerd, and he wants to do a nerdy he thing. A so, so like, a, I, a question, Tex. Let's say now that he's um, not under a um, a comic book property, right? right? Let's say Marvel is like, hey, what can we do with this guy? What oh, do you, what character do one, you think? One hundred percent. Like people were already being like, oh, he could be. Uh, I I think like Sentry. I think people were saying because it's like the Superman oh, Jace kind of character. Oh, or, of course, yeah. Or like Captain Britain, I think was another one they were throwing around. But I'm like, huh, okay. That's the other thing too. Henry Cavill could just be anybody in the MCU. Like they could just make him anyone, and we'll be like, okay, you know. So I'm pretty sure Marvel's knocking on his door, be like, yo, come here and you know just join our you know Squadron Supreme or whatever team they want to do. Really good, uh, like a really good cable if they wanted to do cable. Like legit, you why, know. Why not? Um, right? Like Abel's, you know. yeah, like dude, he's built already. Just, just dye his hair gray again, like, you know, like uh Gerald Gerald Revolt, whatever his name was in freaking Witcher. Right, he's, right. He's good to go. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. It's like what what is the future? Is he going to stay out of super superhero movies? Because like DC and James Gunn, they were like, Well, we talked to him and do want to work with him in the future. So it's like, well, are they just gonna make yeah. him a new character? Is he gonna want that? Yeah, well, we'll he's see. really good with action though. I think he he found his niche, honestly, because yeah. um he was really good. In Mission Impossible, right? Oh, like, he like was in great. action. One of the most um, iconic, you know, like, like that, loading, loading the arms thing. Like, yo, like he gave awesome. us, um, he gave us like, an all-time it, action scene, right? Like, just that motion yeah, alone gave us, like, yeah. He, he was great. He was great. Um, he's great in like any kind of action stuff he does. Very in any kind of last action hero stuff he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So let's um bring out. Reboot Last Action Hero, freaking put him in it. You know what I mean? Um, anything, yeah. anything like that. I think he's game for it because he understands um, his strengths and weaknesses, right? Because you know, let's, let's put it out there. Like Cavill as 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 a uh, as a thespian, you know, isn't isn't uh, um, is not um, uh, a what's his face. Um, You're uh, right. He he's not like an actor's actor, right? But. But yes, he's got he's that. Not, uh, he's got that. Presence. These method actors yes. out there, you know what I mean? He, he's um, got but that. But he knows he has this presence. Honestly, the, like he's got the super bad presence, it. Arturo, and that's yes, what's that's exactly. what's so heartbreaking. He knows. Right? Yeah, he knows. The minute he looks in the mirror, he's like, "Damn, Clark." I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Henry. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he understands well that he has a certain set of skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, he has a certain a set of skills that right now in Hollywood, 
equals big bucks. You know, oh, yeah, he's, um, he's yeah. not a terrible actor either, where he can definitely hold his own um, amongst other great actors who command the screen. So um, he fits right in, honestly, into yeah. into any kind of action thing they want to do. Just call Henry Cavill, and he'll be all right with it. Yeah. Um, I can't um, I can't remember his uh, his American accent too well, but you know, who cares? Yeah, um, it's make it's him a, James Bond. Who cares, so when you want right? James Bond. Call Henry Cavill. Make him James yeah. Bond. Cares. Why not, right? So uh, moving on, unfortunately, from Cavill, you know, we will miss you. R.I.P. Cavill is Superman. You know, we miss you every day. So we'll long. See you down Farewell. the line, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and who knows, right? If they were do a Kingdom Come movie, I would love to see Cavill back as like a, oh, oh, like a, I was Superman before. Or like if they do a Crisis, right? They could you know always what? do a Crisis movie and bring him back and we'll be like, yeah, you know what I mean? We'll- no, because they'll regret it because <laughs> Then they'll be like, damn, this guy looks good in that suit. We yeah. told you he looks good in that suit. <laughs> You're right. You know what? You're 100% right. So, uh, unfortunately, we need him oh, far, as far away from the S as possible, please. As, absolutely. So, speaking of S, this is a great segue, Arturo. We got our first look at Scream 6. Got the first teaser trailer. They're in New York. It's on a subway. Ghostface is doing yeah. this. So, how do you feel, Arturo? Dude, how are you feeling? Dude, if- First off, I love the poster. I love the fact that they use the you know the the Roman numeral six um, right as part of the, it's you know, the logo. scream itself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very good use of that. Um, I dig it. I love it. Um, I honestly, I I can't wait to see what idea they have for it. That's I think the most interesting part of it. Like, why are they all in New York all of a sudden? This is the opposite side of the country. Are they going to go see Sydney? Are they are they there because you know? Because Sydney, I think, was in a different part of the country as well when we uh, saw her last. Right, right? but remember, beginning of, she's uh, not involved anymore. So that's the oh, thing. Shit, that's right. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe they're there for a funeral or yeah, something. Maybe, they, maybe, maybe they she's finally dead. Do they kill? But <laughs> you know? that's the thing. It's they can't kill her off screen. So that's the other thing. What do you what do you think as a resident scream expert? Oh right, right. I know. What do you think? Here I am, like bursting out of your answer, but like no, it's they can't kill her off screen. I'm gonna say that right now. We've said uh, Mm. go listen to our scary world about moving on without Sydney. You cannot kill her off off screen. They cannot pull the Devin Sala Final Destination Two, where it's like, oh, a newspaper oh. clip that says uh, he was killed by what a, a brick. bad look that was, dude. That was terrible. They cannot do that to her, especially like she's sick, right? Like you have. To, that's also the thing. It's you have to keep that card in play for when they want to pay her the money. You know, it's like give her her money, yada yada yada, right? Give her what she's worth. But uh, moving on from that, um, I'm not as excited. Because I'm in my own Halloween kills, Halloween ends era, right? Like, because you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like, you you went You've through the thing. You've seen heartbreak text. Yes, you've you- seen real heartbreak <laughs> in the last couple of years yes. with the Halloween franchise and here at the morgue. Yeah, this is Scream Six is my going into Halloween ends. It's my Scream Five was my Halloween kills where I was like, okay, it's fine. But I had, like, looking back on it, I have a ton of issues with it, you know? And Halloween Kills is the same thing, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, violence was cool, but it's like, when the, as soon as you started thinking about it, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, just look at the overall score it got, right? Like, yes. You got a four? Right? So, like, so I'm in that same boat, where I literally cannot be excited about this, because I've been hurt. <laughs> I've been... I've been hurt 
I've oh, been you've hurt. been hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm like the thought of like getting the same protagonist again, unless they do the smart thing and just anchored around Jenna Ortega because she's become such a star in the year since the first, like since five came out. Right. Like it's, it's wild. And maybe, maybe you can do something like, you know, ever since you told me that your dad, you know, that, you know, your dad was, uh, Billy Lewis, Billy, yeah, you know, and he was the reason why our parents divorced and got separated. I, you know, this is the reason why X Y Z trauma, blah blah blah. You know, I, I don't know. It's um, um, that's why I said I'm more interested to see in what story they have in general. You know, so, like yes. like um, like specifically why in New York all of a sudden, right? right? Yeah, it's so outside um of character. It's so out of character for that franchise because everything was based in either in Hollywood when they were doing the movies or just in the in in that in Greensboro that part of California. Yeah, the Greensboro yeah, area. Yeah. Like it was, it's the Haddonfield. Like that is this, yes. you're pulling all the Halloween connections I can, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was that was the Haddonfield, Greensboro. So it's like, okay, you're taking it out of Greensboro again. So you know, we saw what happened the last time with Scream Three, and you know, for as much as I I kind of like Scream Three for all its flaws or whatever, but that one took it out of Greensboro, and that's what happened to it. So yeah, because also because yeah. also let's remember this is not like um, a Jason takes Manhattan situation where it's just this yes. wild like monster killer on the loose, right? Like there's always a story behind you know Ghostface. Yeah, there's always two. There's always a plan. There's always a schemer behind it. Someone clearly followed them to. Yes, they 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 got followed to New York. Is what I'm thinking. Someone's hunting them and followed them all the way there to make it happen. Or you know, so but we'll we'll see what kind of and and it is a part six. So you know, it's not like Mm -hmm. a part two to part five. So you know, we'll we'll that's that's the part I'm interested in, but. After that heartbreak of part five, I'm like, okay. Uh, and it's coming out uh, this, um, in 2023, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty soon. Like in like um, – In March, right? Like March yeah, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's like March, April, somewhere around there. So it won't be too long before we get Super to Super quick turnaround, by the way. I remember we spoke about that too, like the fast turnaround of that movie. That was really surprising because it literally came out not even a full year ago yet, you know? Yeah. And and, and this one's going to come out, you know, pretty another, quickly. See, another Halloween T-Bots. kills, Halloween ends kind of situation. So that's, oh, that's what I'm saying. My hype, do this to us, <laughs> my hype levels have been tempered. But uh, so moving on with the coming attractions, hype levels are not being tempered. They're going through the roof for this one. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Man Part 1. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man, man. Oh, man. I just have to say that only because I was I was um, I saw this trailer in IMAX 3D. Oh, and text, blood. I want it. Yeah. My man. I cannot wait i cannot wait to see all this unfold like in a huge in a huge capacity because the amount of spider men and women we get on screen and and action and colors and everything going on is just absolutely fantastic i can't wait dude yeah and and most importantly there's still a story Right. Like if you look at that trailer, you know, they're highlighting the story of like, you know, Miles is going through stuff and, you know, he's growing up and his mom's like, go, you know, and there's still that emotional core. And, but, and you do, you have Peter, yeah, Peter B. Parker who has a kid now. So he went on to have like a happy life with the kid, got back with May. So yeah, like I can't wait to see what all that's about. I like, 
And then, of course, like, we're going to have tons of fan service, right? With, like, a billion spider people. You know, you got Oscar yeah. Isaac as 2099, which is dope. Like, and it, who knows what 2099's, like, in there for, right? Like, what's his deal? Dude, like, you, I don't know, but you're going to have a lot of cameos. You're going to have a lot of cool, like, you know, celebrity voices. Um, they they got to do it, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing random Spider-Man. Yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. I can't yeah. wait to see that. They got, this is only uh, part one, too, on top of that. Yes. They got Daniel Kaluuya in there as Spider-Punk, which is going to be dope, right? Like, the, the punk <laughs> nice. Spider-Man. So, like, um, and that's the thing. You're right. Like, this is still part one, you know? So that means there's all sorts of stuff still on the table, right? You have, like, are they going to bring the animated Spider-People into this, right? Like, like the original classic series, the, you know, the, yep. um, are they going to bring the live-action Spider-Man into this? Is that, like, a part two thing, yeah. right? Like, do you do yeah. part two and be um, like, here's uh, here's animated Tom Holland, here's animated like Andrew Garfield, and yeah, Toby like, Maguire? I'm very right? curious too because uh, we know like um um I guess the the multiverse stuff is still kind of messed up because of what uh, Wilson Fisk did in part one. Yeah, um, I'm curious if they're going to bring him back in some capacity um, as like thing. a big bad guy. You yeah, know, that's the other thing too, right? Like, are we getting more Spider-Man bad people? Like, are we going to get like all the Spider-Man teaming up against like a big baddie? Right? Like, who? Oh, dude, imagine a big war because yes. it is part one, right? A big yes. war, all-out war, all Spider-Man yeah. versus all Spider-Man rogues. You know? Yeah. So who knows? And that's that's exciting and of course it's just gonna look good right like it's just on top of everything else it's gonna be a visual feast and i can't wait i'm excited um speaking of what i'm excited for to segue into our next big topic surprisingly barbie (laughs) (laughs) you like barbie seems like the furthest thing that you and i would ever talk about but honestly dude i'm looking forward to it you got margot roby in there as barbie herself i like yeah the the teaser trailer is like very tongue-in-cheek about like what barbie is and like we're gonna get yeah it was very awesome how they were like oh how they all wanted baby dolls and now they just wanted now the barbie dolls and they were (laughs) bashing the little baby dolls on other baby dolls that was fun yeah yeah, um dude it, it looks fun um it looks um look it's very fun who directed this thing was it is it, it Bos Lerman no no it's uh because it um, looks like a Bos Lerman kind of thing I think it's Greta Gerwig I believe her name is oh uh, that's right yes yeah yes um it looks like a very Bos Lerman you know fantastical kind of uh and it makes like sense for Barbie kind of thing right it makes sense you for know? Barbie because Barbie's um, like a million yeah, different jobs and like you know so who knows I'm very curious how um, it's going to play out because I know uh, Gerwig, she's very grounded, like a very realistic kind of writer and director. So her on Barbie is very, very interesting. Um, And I am curious how it's going to pan out. You got Gosling playing Ken. You got Shang-Chi in there as well, dancing up a storm. As a different Um, Ken. Like, Like, he's also a Ken. Like, uh, so. Oh, that's the Asian Ken, right? (laughs) Yes. 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 It makes sense. Yeah. Like, if I remember right, the cast has like three, four different Kens. And I think I think Margot Robbie's the only Barbie, but there might be other like Barbie's friends and like so I, I who knows? And that's the thing. I don't know what to expect. It's you know it's also a licensed movie about a, a Barbie doll, so like who knows, right? But cool. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. You. Where Mattel's name is definitely on there, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know all about Mattel, don't we? Right? Yes. You know, so it, it's so funny though, Arturo. It's also coming out the same like week 
as our next big trailer that we're rounding out the company attractions with, uh, Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan's big movie is coming out the same week as Barbie. So like stiff competition. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, dude, it's the newest trailer. I was like, okay, it's a Nolan movie, but so it's so funny. The, in an interview, he said he somehow recreated the atom bomb explosion in practical effects. So, dude set off That's an A-bomb I- somewhere. Like, dude set off an A-bomb <sighs> somewhere. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right, Jax. All right. Let's have a little conversation here. You're, you're very much against uh, Nolan and uh, and his, right. you know, like, nozzleness and, and stuff like that. Um, but, dude, like, when it comes to filmmaking, like, one James Cameron, which we will be talking about in, in further depth later on, this guy is always striving to kind of push that cinematic envelope, like in terms of visuals and like, is just, he just does good shit when it comes to like, you know, the, the cinematography of film, you know, right. um, his stories are a different thing. You know what I mean? That's, yes. I'm just talking about the actual technology of cinema itself. Right. You know, he is like, I'm not going to say he's a pioneer, it's a strong word, but he is definitely an innovator when it comes to the IMAX um, cinematography and dating all that stuff. Because like I said, I saw um, this trailer in IMAX because it was before the Avatar movie. And dude, like, man, if what you're telling me about him recreating that explosion practically, you know, in small scale, no wonder it looked absolutely amazing when this thing kind of blew up here. Dude, it looked awesome and i know like we said before his stories can be a little hefty and a little much you know what i mean and a little full of itself a little up their own ass visually yeah yeah absolutely visually this thing looks awesome yeah and so that's like you said arturo you said exactly like where i'm at with this you know me too well by now right like (laughs) the buddy the buddies listening at home know me too well by now that i'm not a nolan guy by any means like I, you know, like I said, I think they're all up their own ass, you know, and like, to me, it's, it's the shit where it's like, um, you know, if I was like a real film, uh, film bro, who's like, oh man, I love the way movies are made and I want to worship the way this guy makes his movies where that's the thing. I'm with you though, Arturo, like I give him his credit on the technical stuff, like in Tenet, that, that whole the plane crash, you know, was a great, a cool looking scene because he does do that with practical stuff. But it's, it's that kind of thing where I'm like, do I want to sit through your movie where I'm, I know I'm not going to like it just for these technical things. And unfortunately with Oppenheimer, you know, we're probably, we're going to be talking about it here. So <laughs> I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't seen his last two movies. Uh, yeah. Tenet I haven't seen. And, um, the which one else the uh, the war one i haven't seen oh yeah dunkirk either was dunkirk his yeah See, I, and that's the thing i don't yeah, i don't even remember yeah, that was right his, uh, that's, yeah that was his big war movie yeah i was like oh my god nolan doing a war movie yeah, i'm like yeah. what is, it, so, is batman in it <laughs> yeah so that's the thing it's like you know um after his whole like you can only you know during big pandemic shit right where it's like oh you can only see tenet in theaters and after he was being a real a real jerkwad about that stuff it's just like all right dude i get you but 
okay like i yeah i get you but there's a pandemic right now you know what i mean like it's not possible to get in there and actually see it in the way it's supposed to yeah if you want to hold back on it by all means fine lose money on it you know you can throw it out there whenever it is you know you want to but for sure um you know he's full of himself but um he does know how to make movies in terms of a technicality and uh, and and the way things look and see we'll we'll get into a much better example of that kind of auteur here in a little bit right and that's the thing it's like christopher nolan thinks he's on that level he thinks he's on it and because so many of those film bros are like oh nolan 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 can do no wrong you know like yeah, right. Listen, like, his it's... best movie um, uh, it deals with a character he didn't create. So, um, you a, know. a thousand percent, Arturo. There you go. You know what? You guys can kill me if you want, but like, yeah, Inception is cool and shit, and so is Memento. But The Dark Knight was the peak Nolan right there, to be honest with you, in terms of just filmmaking and and everything he, he's ever wanted to do on screen. Um, whether it's cinematography, whether it's with you know, a uh, uh, practical technology. He did it all in 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 the dark right? night. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Effects. All his original shit. It, I mean, all his original shit is is always very unbalanced, right? With yes. like, <laughs> for instance, a, a good example: Interstellar. I'm a fan of Interstellar, but it's really long, and like, it just it does things that it's just make it longer just to kind of show off what he can do. You know what I mean? Like there's right. a lot of things in interstellar that could have been scaled down a little bit in, uh, just to get the story flowing a little, a little, a little clearer, you know, I know you're not a fan of interstellar at all. I'm not um, like, and inception it's, is another one. That's very like, just as very grandiose, you know, it's yeah. very deep of a story. And at the end of everything, you're like, what the fuck? You know, like, is he alive? Is he dead? Whatever. Um, uh, is he still in the in the fucking in the dream or whatever? Or that like, like it's, yeah, like it's. He thinks he's making this like you know epic classic movie, you know. But right. hey, is, is Batman in it? And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I I 100 agree with you, Arturo. Like when he, you know, like I give him 100 percent credit when he makes a good movie. It's a good movie. You know, so like Dark Knight, I can't like fault it. I'm like, that's a good ass movie. I'd be lying if I were like, oh, that movie sucks or oh, I don't like that one or like and even Inception. I give Inception its credit. It's it's not a bad movie. Same thing with Memento. I'm like, that's a good movie, you mm-hmm. know, but it's you know, it's you're, it's these bigger projects. It's the ones where it's like he's the auteur where I'm like, OK, rate it in, you know. But with this one, if he's blowing up an A bomb, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> so, and, yeah. and on the other but hand, you, I'm a big again, hypocrite, again, you know? <laughs> let, let's make it known th- this one is based off historical people because Oppenheimer was a real person. So, right. this is, again, based off of something off that of he didn't really fully create. Damn. Right? Here you so, go. So Here you go, Arthur. You're right. <laughs> Oh damn! It should be I, pretty good. I and he had he, his main man in there, finally, like you know, playing you know the protagonist, right? Yeah, Lane Murphy. He's yeah, finally like playing the, the main man, the star right? of, yeah. of his movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, let's see what happens. Right, I agree. We'll you see know, what it's funny. Like, um, uh, like, uh, you know who reminds me of Nolan, but to a better success, um, Danny Boyle. Right, like the dude yeah. has these crazy kind of like ideas, right? That they're big ideas, but he's able to kind of just 
do his best to focus them. They're not always great, but when he when he can harness that into a smaller kind of more digestible scale like in Sunshine right. and in 28 Days Later, top-notch shit, man. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Like, it's, it's when uh, we've talked about this at length a ton of times. It's when you have the concept that marries with the story. Right. It's like you can't you oh, can train have spotting another yes, one. You can have all the cool concepts and visuals in the world. But, you know, oh, we'll talk about a great example of this here in a bit. Right. It's like you have all the cool visuals in the world. But if you don't have an actual movie, like if you don't have a story and a narrative that we want to see, what's the point of all that? Right. Like, what's what's the point of all this? So uh, I, 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 I guess we'll see, Arturo. You know, he's getting another chance. Nolan, right? Like he's there. Yeah. You go again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, anyways, yes. um, uh, so, so, <laughs> we'll keep on moving here. Aside from, we can go with that Nolan conversation for a while, right? But, um, or um, our pretty much our last, I think our last double feature presentation of the year, folks. Yes. Um, uh, uh, thank you for joining us for this last feature presentation of the year, I should say. Yeah. Um, the first one and first up is um, the very um, artistically um, uh, made version of Pinocchio from Guillermo del Toro brought to us by Netflix. Yeah. Speaking of um, auteurs, folks, right? Speaking of artists and auteurs and creatives. Yes, and yes. here we go. This episode yeah. is all about that, right? <laughs> yeah. All about that. So yeah, we get into our first, uh, 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 the feature presentation is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio um, uh, streaming now on Netflix. And it is, it is deep. It is deep. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Um, just be prepared to just take a deep journey. All right. Um, it's not like it's it's not the lighthearted kind of. Um, it's, it's not the Disney you know, one that we got earlier. Did you Pinocchio? So uh, before we get into this review, Arturo, did you ever see that the Disney Pinocchio that they did, the live action one? Did you ever get With a Tom chance? Hanks? Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I never got a chance to watch that one. So don't, I w- right? Like, I, was never, I was interested because like I heard it was pretty much a frame for frame thing as the cartoon one. So I'm like, yeah. I'm good, you know? Yeah, it's it's a worse version of it. Like same beats, worse Oof. version. Yeah, it's it is worse too, like visually and like performance wise. Tom Hanks kinda kinda phones it in too. It, it's really like it no way compares to this one like i think like pay for it wait for it stay away from it this one pinocchio del toro's pinocchio is as total like as pay for it on netflix as you can get right like definitely like but like you said too i do have to warn that it's it there it's a del toro movie at the same time so you're getting the you know you're you're getting the the world war ii you're getting the the nazis yes. you're getting like you if know. you watch pan's labyrinth <laughs> Uh, you'll, uh, and you, and you, and you enjoyed Pan's Labyrinth, you'll enjoy this movie. Um, it's in the same kind of, it's in the same vein, honestly, as Pan's Labyrinth. Um, it's honestly a very sad movie. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very del Toro movie. These are the kinds of movies that he makes. They're very, um, they're very deep and they deal with a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, um, 
Yeah, it's like, like it's life and death in this movie. Like it's straight yeah, up like the biggest it's life concept. And death, but yeah. it's it, it also it's also he 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 deals well with a lot of life and death situations where there's children involved too. Like yes. where, where the children have to make these decisions. You know what I mean? Yes. Like in Pan's Labyrinth. You know what I mean? Um, and his past movies, what a Devil's Backbone and all that stuff has the same kind of stuff going on there. He, he's um, he's always great at finding that that core of a fairy tale, right? Where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, you can have these darker elements in a fairy tale without losing that, that childhood wonder at the center of it. And that's, that's exactly, we, yeah. we see that exactly with Pinocchio where it's like, it's literally childhood wonder, but it's, it's a child coming to grips with the world around him and figuring out like, yo, this is a very complicated world with complicated things. And like, there are, complicated people in it right like it's no no character is inherently good or bad even even pinocchio himself is like you know he's kind of a little rug rat right (laughs) it's yeah yeah. he's he's fucking annoying at first you know (laughs) like he's he's just very annoying at first and but but that's you you get to see him grow that's on purpose only because he is this kind of you know, character, this infantile character brought to life, you know, with the, the child's mind. And he, remember, he's this thing that was just brought to life. He's no fucking clue, you know, what to do here. So he's just, you know, being whatever annoying self he knows how to be. So um, it's it's cool to see him grow throughout the journey of this movie. And um, it's a lot of growth that he actually has to go through in such a short amount of time um, because of these life and death uh choices that he has to make right yeah um and um uh but yeah that's that's done very well um uh in terms of um in terms of the look of pinocchio text how do you like the look of this pinocchio oh i love it because it's like uh it's built into the story too like uh like you have uh like this version of geppetto he's dealing with the loss of his son you know, and he's he's in mourning still, and he's drunk, and he's sloppy when he makes the puppet, like, real quick. And then, like, yeah, I, no. so, like, I, I love it. I love that, that that comes through in the design. You know, like, it's, like, it's still, like, you know, you can see, it, there's so many little details, too, because you can see, like, it's, like, Pinocchio starts off, like, clean. And then it starts to get rougher, like as the body, like, you know, like his face, because you're like, oh, this is Geppetto starting out, like really hammering the details, right? Then he's like, ah, I'll finish it, whatever. Like, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's funny. My son didn't like the design of Pinocchio. I thought he would be because he's, you know, he's such a a wild child, but he didn't like the design of the the new Pinocchio. He, He also didn't really enjoy the movie. He thought it was too sad. Um, but again, Which is, it's, um, it's fair. That's it's, fair, he's, though. He's uh, he's gonna be eight next month, so he's you know he's a seven year old watching Adult Toro. It's 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 heavy, you know. It's heavy loss. I remember I was telling Tex a story where where me and my family we were watching the movie, and it, it was it was late in the evening, so I was tired. I passed out during the movie, um, and then I woke up right at the end, and everyone was just crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then I turned around. I was like, man, what did I miss? You know. Um, uh, but this is the kind of movie this is, folks. So just be prepared. Like it's it's not just Pinocchio. You know, it's it's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So yeah. the name in front should definitely signify a more. Um, a more a, a more mature take with uh, a lot more consequences involved um and um as we see 
in the movie, pretty much um, it starts off like right away. You know, the, the whole death stuff. Yeah, it starts with, with Carlo, a kid. Right? Yeah, it starts with a kid death. And you Dude, and I talk bomb. about yes, yes. We we talk Man. about it all the time where it's like you we automatically respect a movie more when you kill a kid. You know, because that's like that's dark stuff. Like when you when you kill a child on yeah. screen, that's yes. That's yes. It's one thing of the kid dying of like the black plague or some shit like that, or right. like cholera or some infection. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yes. It's like okay, no, no. This was a um a bomb coming from a plane who was just unloading munitions on the way back to like um whatever docking port they had. Yeah, it was know? just to and make the just, planes lighter. Like it's so it's yes. such like the cruelest in order to like, conserve yeah. the gas, right? They just yes. oh let me just drop this bomb. It wasn't even a target. The town was not even not even the town. The church was not even a target. So this bomb just dropped on this church because Carlo forgot forgot something inside. It I was, forgot what it, it was. was. It so was no, it was the pine cone. The pine cone, right? Yes. Yeah. Like the the pine cone was like a motif throughout the whole thing too. Of like you know it's. But that's the other thing. Like you have that's Del Toro, right? Like that's yeah, the, that's the fairy tale stuff where it's like you have like this very dark and cruel world with like Nazis and bombing and child death. But at the same time, there's there's a hope in it. There's you mm-hmm. there's a there's a love of life in it, right? Like, and I think I think ultimately, like yes, Pinocchio as a movie, it's very sad, which is why it's like, yeah, it's a pay for it, but also, right, pay for it with an asterisk, where it's like you have to warn people that it's like, yo, you're going in for a heavy time here, but like at the same time, there's there are messages about like you know making the most of life because like the death there's the spirit of death of this right like death outright states right like what makes life precious is that it's fleeting it's like you know you don't get to be you don't get to be immortal and like it's it i don't know like it's the fact to love uh, the person how they are as well you know because there was a big speech in there how um, that Geppetto called uh, Pinocchio a burden, you know. Yes, and um, and there was a whole thing how like um, uh, how just at times you don't really understand the person there or like like the person there or respect them or whatever it is, but you know eventually the person's gonna come around and all this other stuff. There's a bunch of life lessons in this thing um, that are just really del Toro. Like I said, like when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, this is. Like a, a branch off Pan's Labyrinth, like this yes. can live in the same fucking universe, dude. Um, it's um, it's like that. And as the story progresses, um, the consequences of everything get like just a lot more dire, you know. Um, and it just it, it shows how wild and how dangerous the world was, even for um, a youth, you know, how they they were dragging all these kids um, into these fascist camps to become trained up, uh, you know, soldiers for the Italian army and stuff like that. And um, how they were just about to just go out there with gas masks on and just go do their thing. It's a, it's a lot. This movie has a lot said about um, just youth in general and how growing up sometimes is kind of cut short by real life, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's um, as the movie progresses, you see how Pinocchio just, you know, grows as, um, as a person um, in terms of just understanding, Hey, there are things that have to be done, you know, to, you know, to, to get by and uh, things that have to be done 
to do things. Like when he goes off to the circus, he's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to work for you. Just make sure that my dad gets all my money and all this stuff. Like I know this will be easier this way. And like he – like it's it's just a very – mature film um and a very mature take on pinocchio um and as we see at the end like um it gets very very sad because it's um it's but it's one of those sad things that it's like it's a happy sad in a way because it's like okay cool you know um everyone lived to an old age but pinocchio never aged so he saw all his friends come and go you know, and he's just kind of wandering life like freaking the dude in Kung Fu, you know, just looking for adventure, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it's it's wild, too, because like, you know, the central message of the movie is like, you know, I might have made mistakes, but I did the best I can. And so, like, yeah. you know, it's it's that kind of message that's like it's so del Toro, right? Where it's like, you know, life is messy, but you do the best you can. You know, it's like it, it's like he and it's very like father and son centric too because like when Pinocchio saying oh he 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 didn't mean when he like when he said you're a burden sometimes dads just say things and you know they don't yeah. you know they don't they don't realize they they meant that they meant you know it's it's just one of those things where it's like it's a very like del Toro view of life and at the same time it's just a gorgeous movie like stop motion like yeah. yo like Anytime we get a stop motion movie, you do have to just watch it just out of like respect for animation in general, right? Like, and I'm glad that this is something not Leica finally. Like, it's like, yeah, Leica gives us our stop motion cool and all, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's good to see that there are other options, you know? And even with stop motion, it's still clearly a Del Toro movie. Like, the look of it is yes. so Del Toro, like the monster designs, the, you know, like, the people designs and stuff like that. It's just everything from top to bottom. It's just, that's an auteur. Like we've talked about Nola. We talked about artists. We talked about creatives. Like this is a creative vision met by like a whole staff of animators and stuff with their own creative visions, but it all came together in like just a, a beautiful movie, you know? Like, so I'm like, it's just, if you want a good movie, watch this one. It's a good movie, man. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, it's a good movie. Um, it's it's good for the kids to watch. Honestly, I, we 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 talked about like uh, you know heavy kid death and all that stuff here, like that. But like honestly, in terms of like morals and just you know seeing how you know consequences and actions and stuff like that play out in life for children um, and and for adults as well. Um, it's it, it's good for them to see something like that. That's deep. That it's that also connects with a, a story that they're familiar with too, right? They're right. like, oh, this is not the regular just Pinocchio. And and uh, just before we jump to uh, you know our main feature here, um, I really enjoyed how it wasn't about his nose. You know what I mean, yes, right, they, yeah. They use his nose super wisely at the end to get out of the fish and all that stuff, um, but it wasn't about him lying. You know what I mean? It wasn't about him, you know, just. Um, you know, being a little liar, right? Yeah, of Pinocchio. Everyone knows Pinocchio because of of the nose gimmick, right? You know what I mean? That's a, it. Pinocchio's you know, little, this it, one was more. Yes, he's a little jerk ass who who learns how to be a real like a good person, right? So, and, but yeah, in this he's one, a little shit who fucking lies, yeah. and then he becomes a good little kid. <laughs> yeah, and this one, it's like it's not like this one. It's not about becoming human, but in the way of like 
you know, growing up as a human and like learning about the world and learning that things aren't black and white, learning that there is death Mm -hmm. in the world, learning that there are like, you know, you do have to say these goodbyes and you do have to like go through Mm -hmm. all these things. And, and then I'm glad to hear that it was good for your kids too. Cause you know, it's sad, but sometimes you just need like a little, you know, sometimes you need that little emotion. Sometimes you need a little, a good little cry. Like it's like, Listen, when we were growing up, um, it was it was a little different for us, you know, in terms of the accessibility we have to uh, to more adult movies. Like we had right. a lot of uh, syndicated movies on television that we just saw, you know, yeah. like just saw Predator censored. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw Alien censored on TV. Yeah, yippee, I saw Halloween and all the horror Kaye, movies mother, on TV. father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know. I I was I was fortunate enough to grow up in the time where I could see this stuff on TV before it got on streaming and you needed access to pay for all this stuff. So I really do like when um, a director like Del Toro takes um, a project um, not entirely meant for adults, you know, um, yeah. uh, meant for a younger audience, and does his thing with it. You know, does his own thing with it. Um, it doesn't have to sugarcoat it, but is aware that there is a younger audience. It's like um, with Wednesday, yes, right? Yes. Um, uh, the, the, the creators of Wednesday understood that hey, this is going to be for this is actually meant for a younger audience. It's not going to be for the the older goth heads. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's not going to be for the Rob Zombie fans out there. You know, who are looking for the monsters. No, this is going to be for a younger crew. My daughter rewatched the entire season again. Already? Oh um, wow! Okay. Already. Yeah, so she loves Wednesday. She loves Jenna Ortega. Like she also knows Ortega from she did a stint in Disney. I forgot um um in what show but but she had her own Disney show, believe it or not. Well I had no clue. There we go. See, more yeah, surprises exactly, from right? like, so, the future star. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I love how this stuff is bringing the kids in naturally to to my world, you know what I mean? To the world I live in, to that's Del great, Toro, you that's know, a great to, point. To, yes. to Adam's family stuff. Um, I, the creepy and I, the kooky. One, I don't yeah. like forcing. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't like forcing my kids um, to watch. You know, you know the stuff that I watch. There are parents out there that more power to you. You guys are like, hey, sit down and watch this with me. You know what I mean? But right. like I, you know, I don't want my kids to be up all night and stuff like that. So um, I'm like, there's a time and a place for you when you're ready. You can come sit next to me and watch this. You know when, what I mean? So yeah, when they I, when I, they want to see it, right? Like it's like when they exactly when they're interested in it. And my daughter is interested in seeing some scary stuff every once in a while. Like she really enjoyed Krampus last year. So like I got nice. that in her head and she wants to watch it again this year. So oh, there you go. You dude, know, I haven't even um, done my annual rewatch. So uh buddies at home, if you're doing a rewatch of Krampus, please listen to our, our watch along with that. Yes. You know, I I'm probably gonna do that, listen to our own conversation about it because i haven't done my i saw krampus earlier this month already yeah like it's it's already christmas and i've yet to see that that's a great point good yes good good reminder so anyways um uh (laughs) yeah so i just love how this stuff with del toro um is bringing in a younger audience to this uh this realm of his you know what i mean right um and i really like the execution of it i think it's super successful i am really hoping um uh, more people see it. It is a nominated for best animated feature, right? On uh, um, for the Golden Globes. Hopefully, like it gets the Oscar nod as well. Um, it's definitely um, it, 
it deserves it. Um, as you mentioned, just the animation alone. Just the animation itself, alone. It's yeah. very Del Toro-esque. You know, the, the designs are very Del Toro-esque. Like, it's, it looks very beautiful and haunting at the same time. Um, and that being said, folks, go watch Pinocchio. It is available on Netflix. Yeah. And now... Yeah, let's for the big, big, big <laughs> um, end of year double feature headliner. Um, uh, it's uh, it's Avatar: The Way of Water. And just to just to get it right out of the way, folks, I was completely wrong in everything I said about <laughs> James Cameron and Avatar and how boring it was going to be and all this other stuff um i was wrong all right let's get that out of the way i was wrong i was wrong yeah, i was wrong me too um, me too i i really enjoyed this movie um that being said it was long but it was justifiably long maybe yeah. like in terms of like everything we got you know right of um in terms of world building showing us everything he has in store for us. I think it was worth that length. Um, uh, I was wrong about the freaking kids in the movie. I thought they were going to be super annoying um, and not likable. It's the complete opposite. I was fully invested in in the family um, and the kids uh, more than Jake Sully. You know what I mean? I was like, who cares about Jake Sully? I still don't care too much about Jake Sully. Yeah, but you know, but the, so the kids. So uh, jumping into that uh, before, you know, before we get into spoilers, uh, actually, we're getting into spoilers now. So quick. Um, you know, Go pay for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing, too. Uh, if you are interested in seeing Avatar Wave Water at all, it is a pay for it only because go see full experience right it's like yeah go see it in imax yeah if you i I saw it in 3d i didn't see it at imax and even that was fine so if you you know if you're gonna go see it in 3d like okay yeah yeah, like i was fine without the imax too like so just as a as a heads up to anybody who wants to save like the the ten dollars that you would or you don't have imax with you but um so uh quickly before that um just wanted to say that 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 is the asterisk it's like it's it's a pay for it if you're interested if you if you are interested but don't have the money right now it's not exactly a wait for it either because it's like you it, it's kind of like the first one whereas like if you if you want the full thing you do have to go yeah, see it in this way yeah you know? it's best is he nolan you yeah. see Christopher Nolan, if you're hearing <laughs> yeah. us out there, this, it, this is, is one of the movies you need to see on yeah, a big screen is, in order to kind of yes. get fully immersed in it. This you know? is this is the movies. Like this is when you're you're like you're watching. You're like, wow, this is a movie, right? It, like, Dude, it sounds like the dumbest. To be honest with you, like <laughs> in some points, I thought I was back in Disney World, bro. Yeah, legit. I, I shit you not. And, in some points, because uh, since I saw it in IMAX, right, and in um in um. In their Animal Kingdom uh, uh, theme park, they have the whole Pandora world over there. Right. And they have this ride and the Navi River and all that stuff. And, dude, I was like, holy shit, I'm back in fucking Disney World, man. This and, is awesome. And that's – Like, it, it looked really good. That's man. the thing too, right? Getting that out of the way before spoilers, before talking about the actual movie, it's like yeah. visuals. Yeah before, we, yeah, yeah, before we break down the story and everything, just – it's Those 10 years that James Cameron worked on that thing was like – 
I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> man. Every every time we've, you know, that's why we're taking back everything we said about any little comment he's made about like, go make your five Avatar movies. I'll be there for all of them. He would have told us to get the fuck out of the office yes. right, right away. And <laughs> and then now we see it, we're like, oh, this is this is why you're you're the auteur. Like it's like this is what a real creator is, right? Like this is a real yeah. this James Cameron understands movies, but he understands blockbusters. And not only that, he yeah. understands sequels. So there's so much, like, uh, we're getting into this. We're going to get into the spoilers, but like. No, nah, press that button. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Let's get into this yeah. thing, man. So it's like he, so Jake Sully, going back to that, right? The reason I got on this tangent in the first place is that Jake Sully is not interesting. It's still, but. No. Cameron immediately understood that you can make a character automatically interesting by making him a dad right it's like you you make the character yes. a dad it's been a real good couple of years for dads like in mando you know you get mandalorian you get avatar <laughs> things for yes right? yeah. yes you just you make a character a dad and give them something to protect and automatically you're like jake sully's the coolest even i'm like i was like all right jake sully i'm digging you I'm he digging was pretty you. cool sometimes <laughs> yeah i have to admit that's what i'm saying like i'm like Sam Worthington out of nowhere, where I'm like, yo, I haven't seen this dude in like 20 years. Career resurrection. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he, you know, I just, I, I'm, I, I have to give him all the credit in the world, Cameron, for yeah. just understanding yeah. sequels, right? Understanding that, like, no, Avatar yeah. had its problems, but like he knew how to correct them. Right for part two because part two's. I think he was waiting to correct them. I think he didn't have what he needed to correct them because just again, let me just say I I was so deeply deeply fucking wrong about just everything (laughs) I said about this. Yeah, I don't think we can say that enough, right? Like I, I yeah, yeah. no, I can't say that enough. (laughs) Like how wrong I was, man. Like um, again, it's it's one of those things. Like it's. I want to watch it again in theaters only because I want to bring my kids to watch. Yeah, you want to show them the, um, because the spectacle, I think they'll, right? Yeah, be, because too, there's such the story they went into this time is also one um, where they can relate because they're kids. You know what I mean? Like it's not just this this like oh we're hunting Navi kind of story going on. Yes, that's in the that's that's in the background, but there's a family story there. Yes, and like as you mentioned. A lot of filmmakers have realized, hey, if you put the family stuff at the forefront, you know, it makes it more interesting. It makes the consequences more dire. Yes. It elevates the stakes a lot. You, you put, know, we, um, you say especially that all the time, when you right? kidnap the little girls. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Put, we see it all the time. You dude. put kids all in the time. danger. Since Commando. Yeah. Yeah. Since Arnold in Commando, <laughs> you know, and, and they kidnapped the young Alyssa Milano. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> since, since that day, you got a big buff dude who can't even read a script yet. Sorry, Arnold. She couldn't at that time, you know, um, just put him in freaking fatigue and give him a bazooka and let him get his daughter back. And that's a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, James Cameron knew that, you like, know, yeah, he knew like, that in aliens when Ripley had to, you know, uh, save toad and fight the alien queen. There you go. He knew that in T2 when Sarah Connor was the one protecting John and even the Terminator, the T-800 was protecting John, James- the father figure. James Cameron knows, man. He knows. Um, 
And like he, like it's like we were saying before, like Nolan, this is not you, bro. Yeah, like yeah. Y- you are not James Cameron. Like uh, this is a guy who's like fully vested 1000% into the way everything in his story folds out in order for it to be complete. Like Nolan just. Nolan just likes to do like, hey, I'll give you this really intense, c- complex, difficult story, and I'm going to sprinkle in some cool visual shit for you that you know you haven't seen before. Right. You know what I mean? But this is like Cameron with his sequels. It's like specifically I'm talking about his sequel shit. Like he understands that this is where a franchise needs to get elevated to continue yeah, forward he, because now you yes. don't have to introduce anything except the new shit. Right. But like you have your, your characters down. This is why we could just jump into the story. Like we did. Right. Tex. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, there's a simplicity to it. Like it's at the, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just a family running from these, the sky people. It's, it's the, so you know, there are the, you know, the, the race allegories. You do have to mention that. Yeah, there are the tropes. Yeah, just like, you know I mean? just like there were in the first one, you know, the tribes getting hunted by the white folks. And, you know, now we get introduced to like another, like, it's kind of like a, um, like an indigenous okay. kind of aboriginal African kind of coded tribe with the, the, the Navi of the water, you know, so it's yeah, like. Right. Actually, a very a Polynesian kind of tribe. Yes, because yes. They, they did some like Maori kind of stuff yes. too. So, you know I mean, so it's like, so now, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you really want to pull those threads, feel free because they are there. It's there, and you know, yeah, there, there are criticisms to be laid with that, right? But on top of that, though, there's just this simple story of a family running from people, and you know, it's it's just. Then, then he's like, okay, but then here's the world, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. they're like, but yeah, but it's so smart though, text because, <clears throat> excuse me, it's smart because he understands, yes, where the story is, yes, right? yes, that's the, the story that's the key, Sully. yes. Like it's not Sam Worthington or Zoe Saldana. They were they, they were supporting players here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just concerned parents who are willing to do anything for their kids in the background. Yes. You know what I mean? The, the main story here were really this world and the kids in this world. Like the, he used these like honestly, he used these awesome kids to kind of just build and, this world for and him Sigourney and Weaver. explore the world for him. These kids and Sigourney, and Sigourney So I, yeah. I do have to mention that though. That was very distracting to me. I know, like some people liked it. Like she was like immaculate. Uh, what was it? Immaculate conception in like the you know in the yeah, Avatar that was weird. I didn't mind it too much. I didn't mind it too much. But like every time, ever since you mentioned it last night. You started like, thinking like, about it, right? Just, like, uh, no wonder I was a little bit distracted. But when I saw her face, I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's Gunnar Weaver, right? Yeah. So, but um, but anyways, um, he used the youth, right? Right. These uh, these young alien kids to like just showcase his world, specifically his new water world. You know, you know what I mean, like this is what Waterworld wanted to do and Waterworld yeah. came out pretty yeah, much. It was, you know? Like we um, like we made the joke yeah. before. He went from one Kevin Costner movie to another one. So it's like, you know, yeah. but and, and that's the thing too. It's like, you know, 
this water world has so many fun details in it too. Like as mm-hmm. like Cameron also understands world building and sci-fi. Yeah. So it's like, not only is the Navi new stuff that we get cool, like with this different tribe and how they operate, you know, we get all these new sea creatures yep. and stuff, but we also get to see all sorts of new technology from like the sky people. You know what I mean? Like we get like, you get these poachers and their cool poaching technology and like, you know, there's, yeah, we, we, we get the new, like we get the uh, new kind of arm things that people have where it's like those, you know, where they're standing, but it's like the little extended arms that they're just kind of like, yeah, the little mech suits, right? Yeah. They they just kind of naturally use, like you have Edie Falco's like commander character, just naturally drinking coffee (laughs) out of it. Coffee, right? That's awesome. Yeah. It's just stuff like that. But listen, like again, like this, Again, like this is just James Cameron doing James Cameron, right? Yeah. Like I can think back to his first real, like real, like uh, um, challenge in Aliens, where he had all these practical things made. You know what I mean? Um, to to um his stint in the Abyss, right? Right. Where like he had all this like underwater stuff going on. Like his love for underwater stuff began with that movie. Yes. You know. Um, and even so, if we go to another one of James Cameron's movies, now you know an epic sequel, but an epic movie nonetheless titanic he recreates his freaking titanic sinking ship thing here yeah all right listen the last act of this movie alone so the last is worth the freaking admission so yeah let's get that out of the way right the last hour it's not even the last act right it's the last like and you can because it is yeah yeah pretty much the last hour you can tell too there's like there's a a particular moment where the switch flips when the poachers start moving Mm -hmm. into action you're like oh something's happening here here we go it it, it just never stops and like you get the Titanic sequence, but it's also layered in between all this other stuff happening, right? You get the, you get the Jake Sully and Stephen Lang fight. And like, you get the, like, and Stephen Lang too, he went from being like this cartoonish, like military guy, the first one that we all kind of hated to like being a cartoon yep. that we all kind of love. Like, I gotta admit, I'm like, I was feeling him this time. I was like, yo. I, it was a major, <laughs> major fan of Stephen Lang in this movie. Yeah. I, I told you, like, like I, uh, after I finished watching the movie, I, I texted text. I'm like, hey, this is the best I've seen Stephen Lang in. He just, he also felt very comfortable in, in the performance too, you know? It seemed like he was at peace knowing that, hey, I don't really have to be on screen here for this, you know? I don't have to fully, um, you know, do the theatrical emoting of, of my face while I talk and all that stuff. I'm going to look like a fucking blue alien. Why not just embrace that role the way his character does um, and just fully you know just go full balls to the wall um navi on this one and particularly i think he does a fantastic fantastic job on this um him along with his other supporting cast of navi soldiers also do a very great job and i think all those um we have to just give a lot of credit to those performances because they were just so natural and just whatever technology that cameron just you know listen whatever he did right um, like Whatever. He's gonna have a knock on the door from Marvel. Be like, "Hey, listen, what did you do? <laughs> How'd you do that?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, especially the year that Marvel has had visually, yeah, yo, this just put them all to shit. Yeah, like dude. that's that's part of My why goodness, that's part dude. of why it's the pay for it too. Because it's like there's so many visual moments in this movie where I'm like, "Is that live action?" Where I was like, "I was like, where did like did he film this and put the CG stuff?" And like, it's so it's so wild. Yes. It's so wild too. Because like 
live action people interact with the navi people right and they're like and mm-hmm. they're like fully touching and all that stuff but yeah it like it works right like there's never like, Dude, a, like well, a when spider was dragging you know the, the body out of the water yes right like it's i was so, like wait a minute is that a it's like did they build a what? navi suit what? for that right like it's i cannot wait oh, to see the behind the scenes on this man. yeah and speaking of spider like uh that's another character. They made Stephen Lang's villain a dad. So it goes back to the Jake <laughs> Sully thing yes. where it's like, you make a character a dad and automatically we're like, okay, you got something going on, it right? It makes them interesting. Yes. It makes them like do <laughs> like things not in character. Like when he paused at the end where he was like, oh, it doesn't mean to me. We're not even the same species. Yes. Yeah, he couldn't go through. You know what I mean? He yeah. couldn't go through with it. And it's a cool like like – I gotta give like that's another thing. I gotta give him all the credit in the world that it's like, no, this Stephen Lang, this version of the villain is a different character. Like he's they straight up make yes. sure to point out he's like, Yeah, yeah, I have all his memories, but he's not me. Like it's just that's just a different yeah. guy who I'm you know, who uh like whatever, right? Like and that's why his thing with like his not son who, you know, if you if you want to start pull like we said, it's the same thing with the tribe stuff, right? It's like if you want to start pulling on the threads, of course, it's all there. It will unravel if you start pulling the threads, right? If you start going, well, mm-hmm. how when did he have a son? When did he do that? When did you know how did this happen? How did this happen? And yeah, when you start pulling those threads, you're like, okay. But in the moment, in the experience, it was good. And the spider kid's fine. Like the spider kid, uh, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's gonna get picked up by either Marvel or DC, right? It's like you're- yeah, you know what? Like I thought his character was gonna be distracting, yes. but again, Cameron finds a way to weave him in naturally into this very digital world, right? Yes, like he, he's just um, since he was a little kid. Even they showed like all the like all the you know the background stuff of, of Spider. Like he's been interacting with uh, with them since he was a baby, you know, and they've just found a way to just make everything look so seamless, but, you know? I love, um, I love that. It it's, great. I love that. It's also not black and white either because you know, Zoe Zaldana's character straight up was going to kill him. So like, that's yo, also the like, thing yo, too. If, like he's been living with the Navi, yes. but they do not see him as part of the family, which is very like, he knows it too. Yes. He knows it. He, he won't know it. Yo, he, remember when, you know, she was going crazy and he, you know, made a point to hide from her remember yes, yes. he was like yo let me just hide from her real quick because she's gonna kill me yeah and she's <laughs> but like, um that by the way super awesome you know zoe saldanja action sequence oh yeah that whole thing was great she she <laughs> could cry like there's no other like wail like oh. that that voice break she has right with that little crack in her voice she knows she, how to emote on this technology too bro yeah. like her like emotions just come through like so well um, behind all this masking, right? That it's like Jesus, she's yeah, so good even, at this even stuff. Even through like the motion capture stuff, right? You know, like yes, deep yes. down, you're like, yeah, that's a good acting right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's her. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's actually her. Yeah, you know like, I mean, it's, it's wild, it's good dude. Shit. Uh, and like that's that's the thing, and that's why, like you know, and then when you get into that last hour, it's all just action, and tension, and it's like you know the boat sinking, yeah. and then Jake, Jake, and you know the and uh, Stephen Lang are having that fight, and it's like you know and. 
it's brutal. There's a lot of brutality in this. That was a good fight too, man. Yeah. That was a good fight. <laughs> that, was, that was a badass alien fight. Yes, like, and it's all underwater too. So it's like there is that one moment that I really like where they they both realize that that was it, and so they like held their breath one last time before just going at it one more time. It's like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and speaking of water, tech. Speaking of water, like, my goodness. This oh, water yeah, looks right. so You can't praise good. the water enough, right? Like it's like it's- just the water itself, like the ripples of the water in every segment. It looked different too because of the state of the situation, right? right? When they were in the ship sinking, when they were in the actual ocean playing around, just I just really am. I just have to say again, I'm so sorry, Mr. Cameron, (laughs) that I doubted you. Um, Yeah, how dare we? You wisely (laughs) spent your time. You legit wisely (laughs) spent your time just like recreating this thing. And and to boot, you had a decent story that had me captivated in there. Agreed. You know what I mean? Um, And that, honestly, that's the biggest takeaway of the whole thing because yes you have the visuals there and we no doubt we even said we no doubt this was gonna look good right Right. we didn't think we're gonna look this good but um we no doubt it was gonna look good but to actually you know present the visuals along with a story that you can like easily follow and just you know um relate to as a parent actually enjoy right like you know there's even yes and actually enjoy through and through through three hours text yes through the three hours which i have to say yes it felt long but i didn't i didn't feel that the pacing was slow or it was just a lot it was just um it was a long movie because you were just like immersed in this entirely new world right that you needed all this information and and comparing it to the other three-hour movie we saw this year batman right so like you know in avatar yes there are like there is like one moment that i can point to in particular where i'm like you prob like i'm like i would have been fine without this or trimmed down or whatever right but like at least it doesn't keep going like when it, you know, when it's over, like when it ends, it's like, Oh, that was a good ending. You know, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Batman where we're like, Oh, that's an extra 20 minutes that you could have shaved off at the end. Right. So it's like in avatar, the way of water. Yes. Even dude, like Max, e- even till this day, man, we like, I, it's so disappointing to know that the movie did not end after he got out of that arena. That's what I'm saying. Like when you see, you know, because that's where it should have ended. Yes. Legit. And in the way of water, when it ends, you're like, yep, that's the ending, right? There, yep. there wasn't a moment. Yeah. It was like, yep, that's end. Yeah. That there wasn't a moment before that where I was like, oh, you could have ended it here. And this is all extra fluff. Like, no, at least, at least the fluff quote unquote, you know, some people might, like you said, you, you know, you enjoyed it more. Cause it's just more of the world. But like me, I'm like mm-hmm. that, that is fluff to me, but at least it was like in the middle of the movie before anything went down, you yeah. know, like once you get, the- I do have to say though, text, like um, I was watching this movie as well with the thought in mind of, Hey, can my kids watch this? Because right. they enjoyed their time in the Disney world portion of, uh, of avatar. And I'm like, are they able to watch this stuff? And I thought that the fluff that I also feel could have been edited down, but it was thrown in there just to showcase visuals. I think that will captivate the younger viewers right. more than That's it will great. captivate us because we know it's like, okay, cool. We know let's keep the story moving now, but this there is like, 
all the whale stuff, all that's the like point. The, the, the Toduk watching stuff, right? Like that's that the, stuff yes. will captivate all the little kids. Like, oh wow, because it is. It's fucking. That's, it looks gorgeous. You know, that's, you know I mean, that's but, the you're. I'm paying thirty dollars for this IMAX ticket. I want the most yeah. of the pay per view event, right? Like, I yes. I want my pay per view. Get my event. money's worth, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But it's true. But that's that's something that not every director can give us anymore. We all know that. I think right now, dude, it just seems like James Cameron is the only one who can give us that without you know a comic book behind it. You know what I mean? Um, and so. Listen, he just kind of flexed his muscles like, hey, um, I've been working out for the last 10 years. And uh, yeah, yeah, here, here it is. Go. Yeah, here, you know? <laughs> here, look at my guns, right? These are my 12-inch and pythons, Everyone was like, right? oh, dude, imagine this kind of tech. Imagine the look of this in Wakanda forever, bro. Yeah. With now more than all the water stuff. Oh, yeah. And dude, and that's, the possibilities, and that's, that's the thing. It's like. This Marvel should get James Cameron for another more movie, yeah. right? I think they would. Uh, I think you would love that. But that's the thing. It's like you know he's already committed to part three, and you know g- before this, there's a before Avatar two and after Avatar two, right? So you and I before this were like, oh, three hours, oh, five Avatar movies, oh, oh, oh. But after after Avatar two, I'm like, okay. Five Avatar movies, all right. I'm like three hours, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm pretty in. Like I told you, I'm I'm invested in these children now, man. Yeah, like when- I'm invested in in you know in the Sully kids because Sully stay forever. Even the littlest one, yes. she was so cute. Yes. You know, she's like, no, Sully class stay forever. Yeah. They stay together. Yeah. So it's like when Avatar <laughs> three comes out and it like ages up the kids, you know, because it's gonna be like ten years before we get it or whatever. I think they filmed it, but like post production probably takes like a ton of time so like yeah they might have filmed several years they might have filmed avatar 3 already but like by the time we get avatar 3 in like 2028 or whatever like 2030 or no is it really that long you think i don't know dude like that's the thing it's i don't i don't know anymore right like my my thing it could be sooner than we think maybe but also arturo don't rush my thing, if cameron can like cameron (laughs) took 10 years to make this one and i'm like you know what okay you you did it like you you took it you took your time yeah, and we no, got no, we got a what? good movie you're out right of it. it's the it's the the zeitgeist of it all it's like this moment in time it's like yeah you know what i'll take more fucking avatar but you're like you know what if you let her breathe you're like you know what let's let her breathe yeah, a little bit longer make, you know make me want avatar 3 and like at this point i'm like yeah i want avatar 3 i'll i'll see it when it comes out in five years or however long you know and yeah because we know this guy's still alive right yes scourge or whatever his name is yeah i that's why i keep calling him steven legs i for like that's the other thing too i you know if you ask me to name any of the navi if you ask me to name the kids i do not know their names you know don't breathe guy yeah, <laughs> yeah don't breathe guy all right yeah like all the only, the only kid name i know is spider because it's such like a wild like a wild random of name you know so it's like yeah like i was over here about to do some homework before i came on the show i need the list of the names of kids and <laughs> i yeah took is the only one i remember because it was like a just a three-letter one that took right what uh, the, the littlest one the little girl yeah. of the like uh, of the whole and clan so, so so that's the that's, that's the thing it's like but that's the other like that's i think putting my cap on my end of the conversation here it's like that's also why it's successful because I don't know any character names. If you ask me to uh, ask what kind of Navi these are, or like if you if you want me to know anything from this lore, I do not know it. But 
I was into that story of the Sullys, right? It's like, at the end of the day, the emotion still got through. I was still, when there was a kid death at the end, I was still like, damn, that's a wild, like, that's a wild decision, right? And that all, at the end of the day, that all still works, you know? So I'm like, you know what? Give me Avatar 3, yeah. Cameron. I, I give you all the trust in the world now. You do what you want to do with your billions of dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to uh, agree with Tex to just wrap up on my end as well. I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree with Tex. Like, hey, you have my full trust, Mr. Cameron. Just just do you. Go, you know go be I mean? an like, artist. I know what you can right? do. Go be an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go out there and be somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you can do. So that being said – the movie is uh, – it was really good, folks. Um, I can't – I say that enough. Um, I can't say that it was great yeah, because the story yeah. is just very – And I don't know. It, it's a very, like, you know, like linear story. Yeah. Nothing very, yeah. you know – And there's no telling you know, how it's going to handle it, on VOD, it's right? It's not a Nolan story. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? As we said, it, it, it doesn't have a lot of layers in it when it comes to complexity and, and inner turmoil and all that nonsense. But um, it's a, it's a story that will keep you captivated – um uh, in the moment. every time it comes back yes. around it, it, yeah in the exactly moment. because yes. it, it does a good job of going back and forth from the world building stuff to the story to the world building stuff um and, and james cameron um uh, did a very smart thing by just following the children and um because what there's like four or five of them you get all these like little different stories among them that kind of keep you in the moment and get to know the entire Sully yeah, clan. Yeah, there's you know even like and, a training and, and arc. invested in the entire of them. There's a training arc where they like learn how to like do all this other stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it, it's one of those things where like in the moment, the movie experience, it's great, right? Like there are questions yeah. as to whether or not it's going to stand the test of like VOD. Will it be good when it's on TV in like a year? Like, a, you know, when, like just the first Avatar, right? On TV, Avatar just mm-hmm. does not play. But will Way of Water work? Those are questions I have. But as of right now, it's a great time. If you're going to pay to see, like, if you are interested at all, if you're going to, you know, go see it, go full out, pay your $30, you at least know that the experience will be worth it. So It's worth it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree once again with text over here. Um, folks, go pay for this one. Um, <clears throat> we don't say that much here because we like for you guys to save your money and let us do the work for you. Right. We'll do the dirty work, as I always say. But this one, um, for sure, we highly recommend you You see it in 3D. You see it in IMAX 3D if possible. Um, just go experience it because it is like the first one. It is an actual you know, visual experience it's an event movie right yeah it's a pay-per-view um it's one of those things like (laughs) hey listen you you gotta see this thing in in theaters yeah um and with that being said folks um happy holidays yeah happy new year um whatever you celebrate enjoy yourself be safe be around your loved ones watch good movies Uh, make sure you guys yeah make sure you guys watch good movies make sure you guys listen to um, 133 of these things from the archive. There's, a, they're just sitting there for you guys for the holiday. So just press play and start enjoying <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, if you if you Make get sure tired you of your uh, family, uh, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, if you get tired of your family, put on our Krampus watch along yeah. and watch Krampus with us. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a it's a great old time. But again, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Morgue episode 134, an official 
Course Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla. The guy behind the face and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big shout-out goes out to Glenn Morowski for the music. A big shout-out goes to, out to Del Varis for the artwork. Thank you so much, both of you guys. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, we have 133 of these things on the, on the podcast archives on SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts. Go check us out um, anywhere you get your live streams on you, where on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook Live, all that good stuff. Go rate, go like, go subscribe, go share us, go tell all your friends about us, folks. And thank you once again. And remember, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. Mm-hmm.